chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Welcome to the State of Cannabis, bringing you fact-based news and views and keeping listeners on the pulse of what's happening in the industry today. Advocates and analysts will join us to discuss the ongoing path to reform and legislation. Now, the State of Cannabis, with your host, Dave Inman. Welcome to the State of Cannabis, keeping you, our listeners, on the pulse of what's happening in cannabis today. I'm your host, Dave Inman. With us tonight, we have Corbin Schaus and Nate Nichols with C4 Laboratories. Uh, Nate and Corbin, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dave. Hi, Dave. It's a pleasure to be here. Pleasure to have you. Pleasure to have you, gentlemen. You guys are a, uh, a laboratory and a, and a special kind of laboratory. You, you do uh, medical testing or testing on medical cannabis. Tell us, uh, tell us what types of things you would normally test for uh, at uh, C4 Laboratories. So obviously we would do potency, which is obviously the chief thing on most people's minds. But we also do terpenoids and we test for some dangerous things as well like fungicides, pesticides, growth regulators – um, et cetera, just kind of harmful compounds that people might put into their, you know, that might make it into the cannabis basically. So now there's, there's a lot of terp- uh, terpenes and terpenoids. Um, how many do you guys test for? We test for 21 right now, but we are always adding more. And if our clients would like a specific terpenoid tested for, then we can order the standard for that and develop the procedures within a week. And it can be on our repertoire uh, very quickly. So so now you guys, uh, you're, you're based out of Arizona, and thank you for that, by the way. <clears throat> uh, now, do you do any testing outside of Arizona? Um, not currently, but we're hoping to expand into other markets as the industry evolves. But not currently, we do not. Any uh, plans to expand into other states, uh, have uh, additional practices in additional states? We're we're always looking for opportunities to expand, um, especially in states where the law is really conducive to testing, um, because Arizona is unique in that it doesn't really have many requirements that most of the products on the shelves and dispensaries be tested. But there are states that have uh, much more stringent regulation that uh, mandates more testing. Now, I, I would think that medical cannabis, by by its name, you would you would think would be tested uh, and would be required to be tested. Uh, don't you think that to be a bit counterintuitive of what we would want to see in a law? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, it's something that's very troubling to us here at C4 that it's not more, um, you know, specifically uh, laid out in the law, basically, that these things must be uh, accounted for in terms of what's in the products that these people are consuming, especially when you have people that may already have, you know, for instance, a compromised immune system or some ailments, you know, that are pre-existing. And if they ingest a product that contains dangerous compounds, then that can obviously really negatively affect their condition furthermore. So it's definitely something that you would expect out of a, a medical product. But sadly, the market is still, you know, evolving in a way that serves patients well. So now if dispensaries aren't required to uh, use your services. Do you, do you find uh, most dispensaries lacking in that regard, or do you, do you find that they uh, typically wouldn't embrace these services? We have had a great support from the dispensary industry. You know, dispensaries are, are very proactive usually in trying to get out there and figure out what is in their products. 
There's obviously a lot of variance within our clients in the sense that we, we meet certain people that are very concerned with getting the right numbers and getting good science. And then we've also encountered people, unfortunately, that are not as concerned with those things as we would personally like and as the patients um, obviously would benefit from. So there's a range of, of support for it, but most large dispensaries in Arizona do test, um, if not with us, then with other testers here in the Valley or in Arizona. Um, so that is encouraging. But it just seems to us that there would be a huge benefit to having a more clearly laid out regulatory framework that not only mandates testing, but also licenses testers so that we can be sure that if people are getting it tested, that the tester themselves is competent and is able to deliver proper scientific results. That would be like, uh, you know, the Department of Weights and Measures going out uh, with a, a scale that was just slightly tilted every time they were testing a gas pump or something. Exactly. So we definitely worry about that uh, pretty substantially. Our team has 40 to 45 years of analytical chemistry experience. So they have worked in other industries um, you know, that are pertaining to analytical chemistry, and that allows them to apply the same procedures such as quality control and quality assurance to our processes to ensure that we are meeting the same standards that anyone would meet in another industry trying to test um, you know, for these compounds. So you guys, you guys would like to uh, hold it to a higher standard than what you're seeing in some of the uh, testing facilities out in Arizona and in potentially in other states. So what do you do to, to maintain a baseline and be able to make sure that your tests are accurate all the time? So we calibrate our machines on a rigorous basis and we order our standards from large standards companies like Sigma that other analytical chemists would trust um, in other industries as well. In addition to that, we try to set ourselves apart from our competition by trying to offer a scientific and medical context to the numbers that we're giving our patients and our clients. So that means that we've been through the scientific literature and we've looked at what certain compounds in cannabis from cannabinoids and terpenoids to flavonoids as well what they are bioactively and how they can possibly have therapeutic benefits for certain ailments. And so we try to have the medicine more targeted in that way and be more effective thereby. So with this type of testing, you would think that almost like an FDA or something like that would get involved. And clearly they don't, uh, you know, they don't want to touch cannabis yet, not uh, because it's, you know, dangerous, but because they would actually probably all be out of a job. (laughs) Uh, But essentially, you would think that because it's something that we consume, that it would be mandated that we test. And thankfully, we do have facilities that afford us this ability. I mean, I know that I, you know, I grew up in the time of mostly Mexi commercial weed. And, um, you know, quite frankly, there was definitely no testing there. If anything, there was a, a lot more additives, maybe a little gasoline and stuff. Nothing ever happened, thankfully. But nonetheless, something that you put in your body, you certainly want to know what what's there. And you know, perhaps we evolve as consumers, we'll look more for just a THC profile, but we'll look for the terpenoid and the flavonoid profiles because the taste and the smell is just as important as the overall net effect and the delivery of the ritual that we get from the consumption itself. Certainly. Sure, and that's that's something we try to educate our clients on pretty heavily is the fact that obviously THC is the number that most people are going to be looking at. It's the most famous constituent, and therefore, it is something that people really stick on as a number. But in the end, even the terpenoids, and in addition to the other cannabinoids, all of that kind of comes together to craft the overall experience for the consumer. 
And therefore, when you look at something like the terpenoid profile, you're not just even looking at the smell and the taste, but you're definitely looking at those things. But you're also looking at how heavy or light or clarified or you know kind of hazy um, the experience is. So it has really far-reaching effects in terms of you know what the end user's experience is overall. There was a recent article floating around about basically the, the difference between indicas and, and sativas. They found that a certain terpene was really more at, at uh, fault for the, uh, the shift between indica and uh, sativa. And so, you know, it's, it's interesting with this thought process that uh, just the, the flavor profiles that, that, you know, we would see in, you know, like a pepper or something like that could actually model the well-being of the high that you get uh, from a cannabis. And I just think that uh, it's beautiful that, you know, there's a plant that can actually be so diverse um, and and have so many different layers of, of ability uh, and, and have so many layers of what we can actually generate income from. You know, I mean, obviously you can grow it, but then there's also this uh, completely other uh, set apart here that, uh, you know, we can we can test, we can make uh, edibles, we can do, you know, soon one day we'll, we'll be making buildings and cars again. You know, it's it's just a beautiful thing. I think that uh, it's really going to open the door to new types of innovation in terms of the products that are offered to consumers as well. I think that as people become more knowledgeable about these uh, other compounds, they'll really start uh, requesting them. And compounds specifically like THCV have the potential to be used, which would be great for things like a weight loss supplement. Or uh, There's a lot of much more targeted uh, applications for these specific cannabinoids. And as extraction technology uh, progresses, it will be much more possible to separate these compounds out and isolate them. So It's it's a brave, wonderful world that, uh, that we're creating for ourselves right now. You know, we got to take a quick break. Uh, when we get back, we have Corbin Schaus and uh, Nate Nichols with C4 Laboratories. We'll be right back with you, folks. Stay tuned for more State of Cannabis, only on CannabisRadio.com, when we return. Dr. Dabber, hurry, its temperature is shooting past 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit. It's burning up. I'm afraid for this little guy, it's just too late. What caused the problem? Only Dr. Dabber can maintain the perfect temperature for a smooth-tasting, slower burn. This standard vaporizer lost all of its health benefits, sending it up in smoke. So you're telling me that most vapor pens burn so hot they produce smoke, not vapor? Correct! Keep away from those standard vaporizer pens and turn to Dr. Dabber. Doctor's orders. Less heat, (laughs) more flavor. Gondrepreneur.com, your guide to the cannabis business world. Gondrepreneur.com is a comprehensive resource for cannabis professionals and entrepreneurs. Download the Gondrepreneur app on your smartphone or tablet to catch up on cannabis industry news, scroll through our daily job listings, and learn about successful cannabis companies, executives, and investors. Gondrepreneur.com, helping Gondrepreneurs grow. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. 
chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Welcome back to the State of Cannabis, only on CannabisRadio.com. Once again, here's Dave Inman. Welcome back to the State of Cannabis. I'm your host, Dave Inman. With us tonight, uh, we have Corbin Schaus and Nate Nichols with C4 Laboratories. Uh, so we talked a little bit about testing and the process of uh, – you guys are also on a uh, – honestly, a much more interesting uh, path right now. Um, and it's it's happening right now in uh, in Arlington. And I'd really love for you guys to to tell us more about that. So our chief scientific officer is Dr. Zachariah Hildenbrand, and he has a connection with the University of Texas at Arlington, and they have a state-of-the-art analytical chemistry facility, even in relation to any other analytical chemistry facilities in the world, not just for cannabis. And so we're actually um, utilizing their facility to characterize novel compounds in cannabis that have not been tested before and have not been characterized in terms of their bioactivity or possible therapeutic effects. We've already found over 40 different compounds that were never before found in cannabis at this um, at this lab. And so we're really excited about digging deeper, as you even talked about earlier, Dave, into the diverse array of different compounds that this plant has to offer and really trying to get to the bottom of what this plant can do for people and why. So uh, ex- expand just a little bit further. I mean, this this almost sounds like it's a, a complete breakdown of the, the cannabis genome. It is in some sense. Um, it's not quite on the genetic level. It's more on the compound level in the sense that you know the genetic level would apply more to obviously the genetic code of the plant itself. This is almost the end result of that genetic code in the sense that each cannabis genetic profile has the ability to produce a myriad of different compounds. There are 470 of them that can be found in cannabis in certain strains you know, more than others, and it's, there's a lot of variation within that. But our project is called the Cannabinomics Collective. So we're basically – cannabinomics is basically the study of cannabis, the characterization of cannabis. And so we're trying to find every last compound that we get from this plant and – characterize it in terms of its ability to help patients and what it does in the body and and the mechanism behind that. Um, so it's a really exciting project for us because we, we think we're really trying to get novel science in place on these different um, compounds. And to date, no other uh, company, no other organization has, has broken it down to this granular of a level, correct? That's correct. Um, we feel very lucky uh, to have Dr. Hildenbrand at work on this and his contacts at UT Arlington because this allows us a unique opportunity to be able to characterize these compounds. And so how much time have you put into this and, and how much more time do you think is going to be involved? I would have to ballpark for you, to be honest, because this is, you know, I'm the account executive here. So, um, you know, Dr. Hildenbrand has definitely spent, you know, dozens and dozens of hours on this already. And I think that we're just getting started in terms of the work that we can do with this facility. So it's basically just the first layer that's been scraped off is what you're saying. Certainly. That's got to be exciting. 40 new uh, chemicals, essentially, uh, that were never discovered uh, before in cannabis, and it's just barely scratching the surface. Certainly, and I think they plan to do even more study as they isolate these compounds uh, to look at the bioactivity of them, specifically in uh, animals like mice, 
to try to identify how they affect us physically um, and what kind of manifestations these new compounds have, and hopefully to use that information to better target these the use of these compounds in treating specific conditions. So and another, would, oh, sorry, Dave. Uh, another thing that I was just going to add is that obviously many of us have heard about the entourage effect as it pertains to cannabis. Uh, that is the idea that all cannabis compounds come together to form an entourage of sorts that has a unique therapeutic effect that would not come from the compounds on their own. And that's another thing that we really try to educate patients on. In all of our reports, you'll see the synergies between certain like certain cannabinoids and terpenoids and how those compounds come together to actually produce a stronger effect than they would on their own. And so when we look at this cannabinomics collective, we're even kind of finding who are the members of the entourage, if you will. And every, you know, we, we found 40 new members of the entourage basically and so we're trying to look at how they all relate to one another as well as how they act on their own. Now, is there, is there any place people wanted to get involved or, or review uh, any of these, uh, these findings? Would they be able to do so? Or, or uh, is this still kind of a close study that will be released at some point? Um, if you go to c4lab.com, um, there will be information on this. And if you were to contact us as well at sales at c4laboratories.com, uh, we would be very happy to give anyone inf- any information that they seek because we try to be very transparent with our practices so that we – because our chief uh, goal is to educate people. So and you're doing this just to find out. There's no patents that you'll get out of this. This is just purely for, for the spreading of knowledge. Yes. Um, you know, this is at C4, our main focus is just trying to improve people's lives. So we don't plan no, on having any of these patented or keeping this knowledge to ourselves. Um, our whole goal is to collaborate with as many people as possible that are like minded in order to maximize the ability of cannabis to, in a targeted way, affect people's lives very positively. You know, it's a it's a beautiful website too. I was just poking around there, and and I'd uh, encourage everyone else to take a, a look at it. It's uh, www.c4lab.com, and you can check them out and see what they're doing over there. Uh, you know, I'm 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 encouraged that uh, there's actually uh, this granular detail that's coming out, and it's always constantly new. We're, we're getting so much good information uh, every every couple of days about cannabis and uh, the 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 benefits of and obviously, we still have uh, uh, to fight the prohibitionists. You know, we're uh, we're we're winning the battle. I'd definitely say, but uh, you know, we we still have a long road ahead of us um, before we before we finally find ourselves in that you know beautiful shade tree that we can all sit under. Um, definitely, I think no. education plays a major role in advancing that cause too. And so that's something we're proud to be a part of is uh, to show the beneficial effects of cannabis and really have some hard data to back that up. Exactly the point. Education is the key to unlocking the prohibitionist heart. Um, we can we can educate uh, everyone around us. We can engage in in com- un- what would normally be an uncomfortable conversation, uh, but it becomes more comfortable the more we have it, and we find more like minded people the more we do it. And uh, you know, having having you know group sessions where we can have people come down and and learn about uh, cannabis and the benefits. Um, or, you know, the things to watch out for, obviously, you, you know, first time around, you don't want to eat a thousand milligram cookie, you know, it's probably a bad idea. Um, but being able to teach, uh, clients and, and people, 
you know, just the, the proper use, uh, the smart and sane use um, of cannabis. Because, you know, there's a time and a place for everything, a set and setting that we should all abide by. And, uh, you know, I definitely, my course that education is 100% the key uh, to, to unlock the prohibitionist heart. Uh, so, Corbin and Nate, um, tell me a little bit about yourselves. Um, so I'm originally from San Antonio, Texas. I moved out to Arizona um, about three and a half years ago to attend Arizona State University. Uh, I'm studying accountancy, and I'm in my senior year there. Um, and I actually worked at a dispensary here in Arizona for about seven months doing both patient counseling and social media marketing. Um, so I just love cannabis, and I really do believe that it has the potential to very positively affect people's lives. And I think as we move forward and, and get better scientific information on it, that we can even tailor the treatment to really meet the specific needs of each patient that we uh, encounter. It's, it's definitely exciting, definitely exciting. And Nate, tell me about yourself as well. Um, I'm actually from Phoenix originally, and uh, I went to high school downtown at Arizona School for the Arts, uh, which was a performing arts high school where I was a musician. I played alto sax, piano, and guitar. And then when I came to college, um, I, I also attend ASU, and I study finance, and I minor in real estate. But uh, I discovered that I was really passionate about cannabis, and I saw the positive impact it was making in a lot of people's lives that I knew, and I wanted to be a part of that movement, and so uh, I also have some experience working as a dispensary agent in Arizona, and I'm just really passionate about meeting and talking with patients about their cannabis use and experience, and I really look forward to helping as many people as I can in the future. And I thank you both for what you're doing. Uh, we we need more we need more voices out there. You know, we uh, we have uh, 2016 coming. We have a lot of uh, states that are uh, getting their initiatives uh, uh, in with the Secretary of State. We're collecting signatures, and uh, you know, it's ours to win or lose. And when we have you know gentlemen like yourselves uh, that uh, go out there and have those conversations and and do as much as you possibly can to educate. Uh, it, it helps everybody. You know, this is this is how we get uh, this is how we get from prohibition to uh, to uh, what we always wanted. You know, cruising down to our local store and picking up a, a pack of joints. You know, we're almost there. Um, we got to take a quick break. Uh, when we get back, we have Corbin Schaus and Nate Nichols with C4 Laboratories. We'll be right back with you, folks. Stay tuned for more State of Cannabis only on CannabisRadio.com. When we return. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, a fitness writer, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Like many of the million people who are living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every single day. And sometimes my nerves are so raw that if you brushed up against me in an elevator, I'd scream. I can't sleep at night from the pain, and sometimes the spasms in my legs are so intense they will wake me up throughout the night. I've tried the strongest prescription medications available, and I'm going to tell you, they do not work. In fact, they leave me in a stupor, and most of the time, it's impossible to even live your life. Now, I've tried medical marijuana, and I'm going to tell you something, it works. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. 
Your connection to quality cannabis insurance services is spelled K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R. That's Karcher Insurance. We have worked with ventures like cannabis for over 60 years. We're proud to represent over 50 companies with tailor-made cannabis plans for owners just like you to ensure your product, your plants, and your pursuits. K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R spells out their full-service insurance services, ranging from commercial to bonds to personal, from life to health, and more. Contact the team at KarcherInsurance.com and let our experience work for you. That's K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R Insurance.com. Contact Karen and the team at Karcher Insurance at 1-844-421-3560. That's 844-421-3560. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Welcome back to the State of Cannabis. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Once again, here's Dave Inman. Welcome back to the State of Cannabis. I'm your host, Dave Inman. With us tonight, we have Corbin Schaus and Nate Nichols with C4 Laboratories. Uh, we've covered uh, you know a few different topics. We've covered the uh, the, the art of uh, the test. Uh, and we've also uh, we, we've also discovered uh, that uh, we have way more to discover with the cannabis plant. And thanks to you guys for uh, doing what you're doing and 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 just peeling back those layers. So 40, 40 new chemicals found. Thank you guys very much for that. Uh, what's uh, what what do you guys generally do to uh, to help educate? Do you do you have any uh, any seminars that we could let uh, our listeners know about that they might be able to attend? Any upcoming events that we could uh, inform our listeners about? Um, we are currently working on a test my meds day. Um, so we're going to basically get some dispensaries out and have sort of a festival where we uh, offer testing services and try to basically encourage people to get their medicine tested because basically what we see out there earlier, Dave, even you were mentioning how you don't want a thousand milligram cookie, you know, without realizing it. And we see that exact problem happening. We've had clients bring in, you know, pixie sticks, for instance, that were supposed to be a 30 milligram pixie stick and they ended up being 68. And so, you know, we have we have encountered these issues out on the on on the field in the field, so to speak, where we see people with products that they thought were tested that actually were not properly tested. So we're going to hopefully have an event coming up soon with that. Um, unfortunately, it's not set in stone yet. But if you like us on Facebook, uh, C4 Laboratories, or go to www.c4lab.com, then we will absolutely be posting about those events on those uh, platforms. And that's C, the number four, lab.com, just in case, just in case. Absolutely, Dave. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, we, we, um, we've touched on a couple of different things. Um, 
I, I'd like to uh, just uh, talk about what the testing uh, looks like. Um, so, so what is uh, the the current evolution of the testing at this point? So, are, are we going to see more uh, terpene profiles added? Are we going to see more flavonoids? Um, hopefully, maybe these uh, these forty new plus uh, uh, chemicals that uh, we find. What do you think the timetable for these uh, these new tests uh, will? Uh, take to to actually be able to see those on uh, on your printout. I I think that uh, is actually speaks to the flexibility of our lab. I think that very quickly our scientists will be able to integrate this information into their current procedures and develop methodology to analyze cannabis for the presence of these new compounds. And I think that the limit really at this point is with the kind of the creative minds of the producers in the marketplace. I think that they're, with this new information, there's the possibility of new different types of production that, say, focus on specific cannabinoids or terpenes and really uh, seek to bring out these novel new compounds. And I would add to that even one of our biggest concerns at C4 is helping our clients, especially our producer clients, develop their products in a way that meets consumers' needs in a better and better way as they go along. So if you have people that come in with, say, a strain that's 12% THC, but it has, you know, 3% CBC or something incredible like that, you know, we often clue people in to value in their products that they never saw before. And even as they go along, you know, we do grow testing and we can test edibles and concentrates, obviously. And so a number of different avenues to go down there in terms of trying to optimize your product to make it better and better. Would you see a, a, an increase to uh, these these additional uh, uh, cannabinoids in in these profiles? Would you see uh, increases to CBD as of recent? And, and like you said, CBC. Uh, I don't think you find that hardly ever. Absolutely, and that's one of our. It goes back to education, as we've talked about a bunch during this segment. Um, we really think that people are underinformed in terms of the therapeutic benefits of stuff like CBD or CBC, CBG, THCV. There are just almost limitless compounds within this plant that have therapeutic value. And I think as, as it pertains to the future of testing and the future of the industry, what I think we're going to see, Dave, is that more and more people are going to be clued in to the value that these compounds have in their, in their lives. And then they're going to be asking for it from their vendors and they're going to be asking for testing, you know, for whether or not these compounds can be found in certain products. So what, you know, I'm, I'm fairly uh, unfamiliar with a CBC. What uh, type of benefit uh, are you aware of for a CBC? So CBC is implicated in a number of different health benefits. Among them are uh, antibacterial, antifungal, and antidepressive effects, actually. Um, but it also, interestingly enough, offers anti-inflammatory benefits, uh, coupled finally with bone and nerve growth stimulation. So it's a very diverse compound in terms of its therapeutic benefits. Um, but I think we're even, you know, clinical trials on this compound are still somewhat in their infancy in the sense that, you know, we we have indications that the compound can do these very amazing things, but we still need more study to figure out where these therapeutic benefits began and end. Still peeling back that first layer of the onion, you know. It, what really boggles the brain for me is, you know, we we missed out on, you know, good almost 80 years uh, that we could have been testing uh, legitimately all along. And we could have been finding out all this information, this wonderful information, and utilizing it. And yet, 
what's really happened is we've been kept from it. And uh, only uh, through the, uh, you know, the shadows uh, did people use it and get it. And now it's actually coming to light. And it's, uh, it's guys like you guys, companies like yours, uh, the hard work and efforts of so many people, uh, so many cannabis warriors out there that uh, have, have pushed the envelope over the years to get us to where we're at now. Uh, I would certainly say, you know, social media, of course, as well, has been a wonderful tool to get the, the message out. Um, and to dive back in, you guys are going to be having that. Uh, what what did we call it again? Um, a uh, share the the meds what was it was it called? Test my meds. Test my meds. You know, it's kind of the same, right? <laughs> <laughs> so test my meds. And if you want to find out more about that, uh, just uh, like and uh, follow C Four Labs on Facebook, and uh, you can get a wealth of information there. And and potentially we'll find out uh, about these forty new compounds and many many more. So stay tuned for that. Uh, gentlemen, I want to thank you very much for, for coming to the show. Uh, we, we definitely appreciate the insight that you've afforded us uh, within uh, the, the testing and uh, just reinforces the necessity to test and for us all to know what we put in our bodies. So uh, Corbin Schaus and Nate Nichols with C4 Laboratories. Uh, gentlemen, thank you again for uh, coming to the show. And, uh, of course, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, for joining us for this edition of The State of Cannabis, you can download uh, past episodes of our program by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Uh, also, you can follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Google+. Uh, don't forget to like and comment. I'm your host, Dave Inman, and we'll talk with you next time. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.